are back here with SMU Sundays here. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how's everything going today? Yeah, doing good, Victor. Uh, really excited to uh, be back on uh, the podcast. Waves here, SMU Sunday, always a, uh, a fun segment. And we got a really awesome guest, someone I've uh, worked with before, which is uh, always nice to have uh, guests on the show that uh, I have a lot of familiarity with. Uh, Alex Elmore, we'll, we'll obviously get into to a lot of uh, his thoughts today, uh, student at UMSL. So uh, really fired up and uh, super excited to, uh, to get going, Victor. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I think we're both excited. I think it's been a long time coming, Alex, since we wanted to get on the podcast. I think we're all, you know, pretty much busy all the time. So it's happy that we're able to find time to connect here. But yeah, Alex, going kind of, you know, your your experience at, at college, obviously, but, you know, before that, what was your kind of look in sports and uh, how did it change when you obviously went to college? So it's, it's, it's interesting kind of like my, my path, you know, everyone has a different path within college. And I think it's definitely what I have done different is my first two years were at uh, STLCC, uh, St. Louis Community College. Uh, and I didn't really have, I had some ideas of what I wanted to do. Sport management was kind of on there. I wouldn't say it was like, you know, top priority. But there's other things like I thought about, you know, something in biology or even psychology as well. I was interested in both of them. But it was kind of getting to my last semester at Merrimack and I kind of was like, okay, nothing really kind of stood out between those three, I would say. Nothing. They were all, I I did figure out that, you know, all of them were more passion, uh, you know, industries more than anything. So I was like, okay. Where where can I grow the most within those three? And it kind of just I, I did a lot of research, kind of went down the path of what I could do, what which way I could take. And it kind of did it was seemed like, yeah, sports is probably the you know, that that's where I can grow the most. You kind of not to say you you can't grow within like the psychology or biology field, but it's you know, there there is that end point there, it seems like. And it was around that time that um, I think maybe a semester before that, we started doing a, a little bit of research of different schools we can go to, me and my parents. And, you know, we stumbled. We also was one of the uh, places that we were looking at. Um, and we stumbled upon something on there that said, hey, we're starting a sport management program in 20. I think it started in 2019, 2020, something like that. And OK, so as soon as I graduate, there's going to be this is brand new program for me. So. Graduate, apply to so get in, go to the sport management program, and I meet with Dr. Baleska almost right away. Um, I want to say I graduated in May, probably talked to her either June and July, and yeah, I was sold instantly. Uh, she kind of described some of the things that we, uh, how the program works, um, and she didn't even describe like the events that we were going to do, you know, that was, that was later on. That was when I got in, we started discussing, Hey, can we do this? Can we do that? And she was like, yeah, sure. Why not? But yeah, she saw me on the program without even telling me about, you know, we can go to the Super Bowl, We can go to the final four. So I thought that was awesome just right away. Um, but yeah, as soon as I stepped into the program, um, she kind of just, she, when you first get into the program, she's kind of like, Hey, you, you can take, this semester to think about what you want to do, but that next semester you do have to get a, uh, you know, go into an internship. And 
I was kind of skeptical at first. I wasn't sure if this was right for me. It probably after a month in, I was like, yeah, okay. I probably should have gotten an internship this semester. This is perfect. Um, but yeah, um, since then it's been a crazy ride. Like I've said, we've been to the Super Bowl. We've been to Final Four. Um, gotten worked with four, five different organizations with internships and part-time jobs. Um, yeah, just it's been an insane ride for us. And I, I'm not just the only one in there too. Like there is a bunch of us that have had the exact same journey, and you know, it's been awesome. Absolutely. I think it's exciting too to to think of your other two that you were thinking about. Like I think that's something that Ryan and I don't necessarily realize other people have other kind of passions, right? Like potentially you're thinking sports management, biology, and you know, psychology. And then it came down to, you know, which one you you could see yourself pursuing a a career and um a journey with. And did you play any sports when you were younger? I did football for seven years, did all four years of uh in high school um interesting kind of kind of a cool story we were uh, at Bayless High School in uh here in St. Louis we actually had the first I was on the first football team so we just had a brand new football team that came in and I was on that first team so that was really cool to be part of um I did baseball I mean throughout my youth um I think I did two years in high school didn't really like it so I kind of stopped it um, I did I kind of, some people will tell you it's not a sport. I, I would disagree that marching band is a sport and I did all four years of marching band there and it is, it is harder than people say it is. Um, but yeah, and for, for sports, that's really what I, um, that's most of what I did. The only other extracurricular activity I did, did in high school was theater as well. Stayed busy in high school. Did a lot more than I did. I kind of sat on my ass and, you know, obviously paid for it later on when it came to getting opportunities. Like you were, you know, marching band, I, I find it funny because I was in orchestra and we always, you know, marching band, you always say, oh, they're not doing anything. But I mean, you're marching while playing and I, I barely could place when it came to orchestra. So like putting those together, as you can say, like it is essentially a sport because you're competing against other, obviously, marching bands um, in your area. I can hey. And when it's scorching hot for that football team, it's also scorching hot for that uh for that band as well. Having all that stuff on, it's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, I, absolutely. And I, I I know I couldn't do it, but like kind of transitioning to you know sports, that's kind of how you you knew that that was an opportunity that you could look at. And um, I think it's kind of crazy to think that you know you going into a new program, that's something that you see the crack and right there, new new team and they're this year they're really pushing it right to, to be better. And last year, I think you saw like, Hey, like they're trying to just get a foundation and it seems like um, so has been essentially going that route. And it's cool to be able to start with the, you know, a program that's just starting. Right. Cause you have so many opportunities to really use it. And obviously your, your um, opportunities are, have, have been incredible. I think Brian and I always see like posts um, and we're like, man, like low key, I wish I went there for college. Um, can't say anything because, you know, UWL was really great and everything, but you guys have been, you know, so many places, like you said, final four Super Bowl. I mean, gosh, like, I mean, also was the all-star game. One of them too. How do you recall? Uh, we did not make it to an all-star game yet. Um, 
we it, it just didn't work out to our schedule that which is the main reason why we didn't get to go but yeah absolutely i'm sure you'll you'll get there one of these mm-hmm. times um kind of going down the experiences you know when you got to college like you said you were you were like wish you had done an internship just because you were so excited um what kind of caught your eye like there's different obviously areas of sports um where you think more of the sales route the community relations broadcasting um ryan's neck of the woods uh operations on the more of the team aspect there well i'll, I'll be honest i still haven't figured that out for myself i i still don't know what i want to get into and when i got in i still had no idea what i wanted to do um i thought my first internship was kind of perfect for that kind of figuring out what I like and don't really like because it was with UMSO athletics, which is a D2 uh, school. Um, and being at D2, um, you're going to be put in all different areas, not just one. Um, we did a lot of broadcasting. Uh, we did um, tickets. We did concessions. We did um, operations. Um, for basketball, we worked the, uh, I, I don't know what to call it, where the table where everything, all the, the stats and stuff is done. So yeah, we, we got to do a little bit of everything there. Um, I remember a lot of baseball as well, just watching every, all of those baseball games, doing the broadcast for most, most of the baseball games I got to do the broadcast for, um, and by the broadcast, I it was more of the tech role and part of it where um you um let's see, like the scoreboard and all that, like I controlled all that. So yeah. Um but kind of going back to like what I really liked and disliked about it, there wasn't anything that stood out to be horrible to me. There was a lot of like, hey, this is really cool, like the broadcasting that I broadcasting. So um yeah, we did a lot of that there. Um, we also, like I said, we also did tickets there, concessions and yeah, there wasn't a bad area in there. Some were just better than others, which is kind of what I've learned about sports. It's just, it's not all, it's not bad, but there are definitely highlights to it. I would say. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like I'm still learning and I'm obviously in a more of a sales role and service role and there's always opportunities to, to learn. And I think especially with your experiences, you know, being able to do more hands-on things versus just one specific area. I think at least my college, I wish they did a little bit better job of giving us opportunities in every kind of realm when it came to not just like sales wasn't really big for us for the most part and it was more operations. And so there's a lot of, you could say there's kind of a, you know, uh, roadblock in a way where you couldn't you can only get to a certain potential and then after that it was really hard to you know go down a, a route and sales was definitely something that I saw myself into but kind of going back to that you know I'm going to pass it over to, to Ryan here because Ryan believe it or not worked with you for, for yeah. a period of time. <laughs> yeah it's funny Alex was just talking about broadcasting because that was my role this summer working with the uh, O'Fallon Hoots of the Prospect League in the uh, like brief two month stint that I was in the St. Louis area over the summer. So Alex and I had a lot of fun interactions at Car Shield Field in O'Fallon, yeah. Missouri. So obviously got to give a shout out to uh, all the Hoot Squad uh, over there. <laughs> but it's been great content right now, Alex. Like I feel like what you've talked about is like so incredibly relatable with what people are going through, especially while they're in college of like, I'm 
getting these experiences. I've kind of identified sports as interesting and I still have no clue where it is that I want to end up, but that's kind of just like a reality of it. it. It can be challenging to kind of be an outside person and give someone else advice of like, Oh, this is what it's like to work in sports. Cause you really only have your own angle. So your initiative and your ability to be a hustler and seeking out these opportunities, it's only feeding what you know and giving your own impression of like, okay, yeah, this is actually what broadcasting is like. This is actually what ticket sales is like, because I've done it. I've worked in it. I've worked in it with different organizations. I've actually seeked out these opportunities for myself so I can make that determination, you know, of what I want to do. Uh, and it's my decision rather than it being, you know, coming from someone else. And I, I think that even your point earlier about talking about how you weren't even sure if sports was always the right path for you with psychology and biology being other areas that you thought. So I kind of wanted to like dive into that even a little bit deeper too, Alex, like when you did kind of do some of that research on like, is the sports industry even the right one that I want to pursue? Uh, because once you get into it, you really kind of need to dive in head first and be seeking out all these different opportunities. So like, talk me through a little bit more about what that decision process and, and research was like when you were first discovering, you know, what working in sports may look like. Yeah. Uh, so you did, you talk about diving in real quick. I, I want to touch on that real quick. I've uh, sure. I found that to be interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know what was the motivation to me to just jump into it and just buy into what I, what I was being told to do. There is, there is just that motivation of, Hey, you know, if I'm going to do something, I might as well do it like 110% and see if I even like it. And that's kind of where that like comes in. So to those who are, you know, to anyone trying to decide what you want to do and you're just, you aren't even hundred percent sure what you're doing, at least try it, try giving it 110% and see, it's even for you. And that's the only way you can figure out to see if you like it or not. Now, kind of going back to the decision-making there. Um, I don't that I have to think really far back about what was the, what were the areas of where I could go? I think what happened was with psychology, I felt like, you know, you can, you can only go so far in psychology. You can only, and I don't want to say anything like bad about like psychologists. I, 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 it's a great field and it's like, but there comes a point where you're only sitting at a desk and talking to people um, for the most part, please correct me if I'm wrong, but that just seems like that, that is kind of where that ends. Now, biology is a little bit interesting because you can, there's different fields of biology. There's zoology, there's, marine biology there's a lot of different fields in that but it's a very underappreciated field as well same with psychology as well that's another part that i uh took into account it's not always the most appreciated field on the outside and as that is that sucks that shouldn't be the way it is those are all important fields that is what it is um the entertainment business you know it, it wins a lot but that's kind of where that's kind of how i came to that conclusion uh, for that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I find that, uh, you know, really interesting. And, you know, like Victor kind of touched on, like he and I didn't necessarily have that kind of same background of like, we kind of were like, yeah, we're working in sports for sure, hands down. Mm -hmm. So like, it's interesting to hear from you when you were like, okay, like maybe I'm not going to be necessarily okay with working an absurd amount of hours on weekends and holidays. And once you really dive into, okay, yeah, this is actually more of like a lifestyle than it is a job uh, in a lot of cases. And you have to be really passionate in order to kind of put up with a lot of it that you're willing to do. So uh, I think that's really interesting that you were able to touch on that, Alex, uh, you know, kind 
kind of diving back deep for you there. Uh, in terms of kind of like now that you're here, now that you've gotten these experiences, UMSL has been able to connect you with so many different opportunities. You touched on that, the different internships, the part-time jobs, like working in sports for you now, like has your perception of what it was going to be like changed at all now that you've worked in it? I'm sure there were some things that you were expecting in doing your research, but maybe other things, you know, kind of surprised you in either a positive or negative way of what, yeah, this is actually what it's like working in sports because I worked these part-time jobs, these internships where, you know, the compensation isn't necessarily the most adequate or existing mm. in certain cases uh, uh, that both of us experienced, uh, you know, working in sports. So like, what are some of those different things that you would be able to just reflect back on only just a couple of years after, you know, starting to get some of your experiences? You actually said it, Ryan, it's lifestyle. This is completely, it, I had no idea about one thing I didn't find out about until I got in was the hours and, you know, the time you have to put in for it. It really, it it's a grind. No matter what area you are in sports, you have to grind for it. You have to want it. You have to push for it. And I just, I, I enjoy that. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's this an intrinsic uh, motivation to do it, but I, it really is fun just to keep growing and to keep going and to keep, you know, moving up in the sports industry. It just yeah, seems I like, Oh, God. No, no. I was just going to comment. You're, you're, you're saying intrinsic motivation. I think that's so yeah. well said and spoken. Yeah. That's a psychology background. There you go. It's all connected. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, you do for sports. You do have to put in that time and it's not going to come to you instantly. That's, that was the hard hitting reality. It's not, you're not going to get what you want right way. Like I said, I worked for UMSO Athletics for my first internship. Then I went to the Hoots. I would have loved to have done the Blues or the – I did get to go to the Cardinals, so maybe it did come a little bit sooner <laughs> than I'm saying. But I would have loved to intern for the Blues the first time around. You know, I thought that would have been great. I – you know, it would have been great to be a supervisor at Chaffetz the first time. But, you know, you have to work for it. I put in a year at Chaffetz, and I got the supervisor role there. It's just – it takes time. And – that is with anything, just you have to be patient with it. Yeah. And uh, much easier said than done at the same time. There's a lot of frustrating right. days in that part where you're like, man, I showed up. I really grinded. I didn't get compensated very much. And now I got to go home and work another baseball game again tomorrow uh, mm -hmm. in our case that we had with the hoots, you know? So yeah, like you said, you know, being intrinsically motivated, you know, not needing someone else to kind of push you and nudge you and say, Hey, you gotta, you gotta do this in this case. It's like, okay, you know, I'm accepting that I need to do it and challenging myself to continue to get better and learn uh, along the way there too. So uh, really good, uh, you know, important, uh, and and also a challenging thing to to teach to other people. Like you know, I'm self motivated. Well, I tell that to someone who's not self motivated, and they're like, that doesn't help me at all. So uh, it, it's all uh, you know, all part of uh, you know, finding out you know, kind of with your own self, like what are you motivated to do? Uh, and that's uh, that's really well said. And uh, even when you said you know, trying giving it 110. percent You know, once you're given some of these opportunities, even if it isn't with the big organization or in the role you're looking for, it's still showing up and and putting in your best effort regardless. Because uh, you know that at the end of the day uh is is really what's going to kind of set you apart so um all really really good thoughts and um yeah i guess uh kind of turning into you know some of uh what you're able to do kind of looking forward here you know what are some of those kind of key things you have kind of coming up not only in the next semester uh for you at umsol but you know just kind of looking you know a year or two down the line like what are some goals that you have for yourself in terms of you know how you can continue to take some steps up and uh maximize your opportunity as a student okay so Coming up, uh, graduations in May. That is May 
13, or 14th. So, lot, not a lot of time. Well, there is a decent amount of time to get some stuff done. But uh, so I will be continuing uh working with Shay Fitz this semester. I also have an internship with uh Metalist Sports, which is this bike race company uh that I've been working with. Uh, they put on a lot of races and a lot of different uh biking fundraising events as well. Um. And, you know, we're going to the Super Bowl coming up. I'm also going to the National Collegiate Sports Sales Competition at the end of February. Um, but besides that, there's not any big – after that, I think that's probably the last thing I'm going to be able to do this semester, like big events-wise. Uh, but looking towards the summer and, um, you know, in a year or so. So uh, my goal at the end of this semester is to at least – have a job ready for me to, you know, to move into, you know, whether, and I'm not really connect. I'm not like, I I don't mind staying in St. Louis, but I also don't mind leaving. So I'm, I'm going to be looking for the best opportunity that's for me out there. Um, I know. And, you know, that's kind of a really good time as well. Cause that's when a lot of the power five sports kind of end. Well, some of them, that's when they start, you know, hiring all the tickets and stuff for that. Um, but I'm also open to doing things with a lot of like non-power sports, like with medalist sports. I would actually be interested in, you know, a full-time position with them if this, you know, internship works out. I've done a few races with them. It's a great group of people. Uh, it's small, tight-knit, and it's been great with them. So I wouldn't mind getting a part-time job with – not part – full-time job with them. Um and yeah, kind of within a year or two, I would like to kind of, I guess year one is to really not, perfect isn't the right word, but getting close to being very good of, at the job that I am. And then year two would hopefully look like a um, moving up in a different role, or I can start looking at a different role within an organization or even, you know, just staying another year in that role and then, you know, just continue to like working with one organization. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's awesome to hear. And uh, definitely, you know, setting yourself up for success. You know, that I see a lot of similarities for myself, uh, my senior year, uh, kind of weird circumstances. I was still interning for, you know, a junior hockey team that wasn't actively playing games, but was still, you know, taking that opportunity to continue to network with them, see if there was an opportunity. And uh, ultimately it ended up coming, you know, my last week uh, before I graduated. So, uh, you know, for you, you know, who knows if it will end up being that case with, with Chaffetz, but, you know, grinding, putting effort towards that you know, still keeping that relationship open is, is a big part of networking in itself. And uh, not to say that you won't still be obviously seeking those other opportunities for yourself. And uh, as you know, we recommend to any college student is, uh, you know, seeking out opportunities and quantity, uh, as well as quantity, just because uh, you never know what kind of doors can open for yourself, uh, you know, through other people. So uh, really well said from Alex and uh, super excited to, to see where things go uh, in his career, of course. But uh, before we get into uh, kind of some of the wrap up for our podcast i'll pass it off to victor uh here at this point yeah alex i do have a question so i know with your you know your program the the goal is obviously to help you get a full-time role once graduating or at least a, a part-time role in the sports industry um what are some ways i guess you know with your program um that you were able or that you're able to you know look forward to that like you said you want to 
get a full-time position obviously is the goal right but when you're in college as you know you're taking classes you're doing other uh, work it's sometimes hard to kind of plan ahead you could say and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you know may comes right and you know you're looking for that position like how is your program um, I guess not compared to others but like how does your program set you guys up for success when it comes to uh, graduating just because I know my college had a little bit tough time doing that with our uh, our members at times if you weren't motivated yeah um the short answer to that is dr b make sure is we are ready for when we graduate uh but to expand on that uh we do a ton of networking um one thing that dr b make sure that happens in the classroom is that a lot of guest speakers come in uh we have guest speaker fridays uh for each of her classes and on top of that i'm also in this compliance class that she teaches right now where she has an additional day where a bunch of compliance officers come in and teach the class about uh, NCAA compliance. Um, So networking is important. We go to networking events like the National Collegiate Sports Sales Competition. Um, There is a lot of emphasis on not just networking, but also, uh, you know, experience-based learning like the Super Bowl internships and all of that. So that's how she we are prepared to, you know, move on to the next level after, um, uh, after college. Um, on top of that, I mean, there's, there's so many other ways we make sure we're ready. Uh, there's, you know, making sure we're updated on LinkedIn, um, always checking teamwork online, uh, for different job openings. I'm actually on that pretty often. That's a really good tool. One little tip with teamwork online um, it's always better to find the organization. Once you find like the job opening, don't apply on Teamwork Online or apply on Teamwork Online, but also apply to the organization's website through there. That's a really good tip for that. Um, they don't always see it if it's on Teamwork Online, which is why. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of different, there's a, do- a lot of different ways to just, you know, make yourself ready. And that's, you know, what Dr. B makes sure she does for us. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think that's a, that's a good tip. I didn't know that was the case. I, I recommend people applying on the, the their website in general, but you know, applying twice, like it doesn't hurt, right. They can right. see both twice there. And um, no, I, I know I was part of the Fridays uh, guest speakers. Gosh, it seems forever now when I was in Iowa. So I, I know how uh, vital that is for your guys's obviously group just to build those networking opportunities. And like you said, the sales, the national collegiate sales competition. I mean, you never know, man, some people from that um, competition essentially get a position right after, right? Like you just got to keep your, your windows open there. And obviously you guys have a great program there um, as well. That helps, you know, tremendously. So I've definitely seen a lot of your classmates get positioned with, with big teams and everything. And um, I'll pass it around here to Ryan to kind of wrap us up here. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of times we end our podcast by asking our guests to give us tips, but Alex did this unprompted with the uh, teamwork <laughs> online tip there. Love that one. Also would uh, would add to not only just applying on the own website, but like doing research in terms of like trying to find the hiring manager directly on the you know faculty page that's listed on the website, trying to reach out to them either by email, by LinkedIn, you know, all those little tips that that Alex, uh, you know, kind of prompted to bring up with just like, yeah, you apply to a, a job. There's some people that sit and wait for two weeks and, uh, you know, do 
do nothing, but a couple of people will be proactive about it, you know, really try to identify the specific people that are involved, contacting them, making sure that they're providing them with any, you know, additional resources. And uh, certainly there's some boundaries that, you know, you have to be respectful of and, and not be overbearing by any means when you, when you identify those people. But uh, if you do it in a respectful way, a lot of times that will help you stand out and, and thought that was a great tip from Alex. So since Alex did a great job on that already, I've got a fun question to end off. And since you brought up being in the marching band, this one uh, sparked in my head here, Alex. So if I'm painting a hypothetical uh, scenario for you, you've got one farewell marching band game. You're putting on uh, putting on the, all the uh, equipment and, and the, the instruments and the uniform and all that. And it's a hot day, but you get to pick the venue of the football game and both teams and both teams can be from any year hypothetically. So I'm really putting you on the spot here, Alex, you're picking the football game that you're in the marching band for, but you get to pick the venue and the two teams. So I want to find Ooh. out for you, what is the venue and who are the two teams playing in the, uh, in the final marching band game in the history of Alex Elmore. Hmm. Okay. So it very interesting question. <laughs> very. Yeah, interesting. I take that as a compliment. Um, See, the problem is the problem is the nicest stadium I have ever been into, and I hate to admit it because it is a Stan Kroenke stadium, but SoFi Stadium is beautiful. I don't know if I would want to be there on a hot day, though, is the problem. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, Atlanta's new stadium, uh, Mercedes-Benz, right? Yep. Okay. Now the hard part, the football teams. Ooh. I mean, I'm thinking you want a lot of offense. Like, you want to be playing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, songs. I'm thinking – see, here's another thing. Here's another aspect to it. You got to think of the crowds that would come with that too. True. So are you picking an NFL crowd or are you picking a college crowd, which are going to be more rambunctious? I think I might go the college route here. Ooh. Plus, then you get to play at halftime too, right? Longer halftime. Yeah. Give me, you know what? Give me 2008 Florida, uh, Florida, yeah, no, Florida University uh, with Tim Tebow. Uh, yep. Is that 2008 or 2007? Uh, I think he was there both years, but 07 might have been the national title year. We'll, we'll say 07. And then give me uh, Joe Burrow LSU. Oh man! Wow, you picked a big football game right yeah, there. <laughs> that's a good one right there. You did not disappoint with that one. I I absolutely love 2019 LSU, and I'm a defender of that as being the best college football team of all time. And I'm biased because I grew up rooting for LSU, and I was at their championship game when they beat Clemson in New Orleans. So you 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 got me there, Alex. I I put <laughs> high expectations for you on that question, and you absolutely nailed it. And I would also say Atlanta Stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, is definitely the nicest stadium that I personally have been to before. I have not yet been to SoFi, so you got that on me. But Atlanta Stadium is incredible, absolutely yeah. unbelievable stadium when you walk in there. Yeah, I just I couldn't trust I couldn't trust the SoFi heat. I'm not. I went there on a nice day. <laughs> I was there on a nice day, and I'm not convinced it would be a great hot game there. That is, I like you. You you mentioned my question, but boy, you absolutely lit up <laughs> right there, Alex. Like I'm, I want to go to that game now. Like I was not in the marching band. I was like Victor. I was in the orchestra. I was not marching around, and I was also mediocre at orchestra. But I'd be firing up. I'd be getting in there. I'd be hitting the drums. I don't care. I want to watch that game. Get me in the Mercedes Benz Stadium for that one. That's a great answer. And if you want to take it a step further. Give me Ohio State's marching band. <laughs> okay. So you're dotting <laughs> the eye. You're dotting the eye in yeah. the farewell game. 
<laughs> that that is that is elite folks like that was unreal stuff like i'm absolutely just juice right now with that response that was absolutely incredible alex absolutely well done so victor thank i got i gotta you. pass it off to you because i'm just like I, i'm just absolutely stunned at how incredible that was from alex right there well done thank you thank you yeah i didn't know it was gonna be that hard of a question i was still <laughs> alex. that was a, that was an amazing question thank you Great answer. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. Uh, it's gonna be hard to top that. Gladly, this episode's going out a little bit later, so we don't have. To worry. <laughs> well, I'll be around Super Bowl time, so it'll be it'll be pretty well timed, I would say. Exactly, but um, Alex, we we definitely appreciate your time here today. We got a lot of information, especially marching man. I think we <laughs> take away um, that marching man's a sport at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're getting exercise. You're actually probably doing a lot more than. Um, a lot of other sports, nothing against golf or anything, but you're walking. Um, right. We'll, we'll leave that up for judgment there. But again, I want to say thank you for, for coming on here. Um, definitely appreciate your time. And uh, for our members, where can they reach you to, to contact you if they have questions? Um, you know, obviously with your journey here and exciting career far ahead. Best place is LinkedIn. I'm always on there. I get the notifications right away on my phone. Usually I'll respond pretty fast as well, depending on what's going on in my life. But yeah, I'll be, I see that right away. I'll, I'll, I will respond. Awesome. I'm, I always like when people say LinkedIn, because that means you have to network. So get, get out there and network with Alex. Alex is a, a great, great student and going to be a great professional here in the sports <laughs> industry. Um, but with that, we are happy to say that Alex is our our guest was our guest here for SMU Sundays, and we'll be back here next week.